This video is brought to you by Black Moon Games. Check out their products at shop-black-moon.com. Tonight we're playing one of the most anticipated games that uh, in most requested games on the show, uh, Dune uh, Adventures in the Imperium from Modifius. I'm going to tell you that if you're a fan of Dune and this RPG, please hit that like button down below. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, if you'd like to see more of these sessions, it lets us know that uh, that that you're interested in these, and just comment down below if if you're a fan of Dune, like like I am. I've been anticipating this this release for quite some time, so uh, I'm really excited to have it on the show. We've got a great GM, great cast. Stick around. Uh, also, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, because we love showcasing all sorts of RPGs here. All right. Without further ado, let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to Victory Condition Gaming. We're playing Dune Adventures in the Imperium from Modifius. There's a link in the description of this video that if you would, if you enjoy this actual play and would like to pick up a copy of the PDF version, uh, go ahead. It's an affiliate link, so it does help. It, it doesn't cost you anything more. It kind of puts a little bit of credit in my drive through RPG account so I can showcase more RPGs on this show. So thank you so much. We've got a great GM. G Will, you're GMing this session for us. That's right. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for stepping up. I'm a big Dune fan. I love Dune, and I'm excited for this next movie. I I thought about GMing this, but then I'm like, you know what? Will's an even, even bigger fan than I am. <laughs> I wonder if he'd be interested. And thank you so much for stepping up to the plate to uh, to, to GM this for us. I could not be happier. I love Dune so much. One of my favorite, favorite sci-fi IPs. So good. It's 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 great. Uh, it's been been a while coming for this RPG, so uh, I just can't wait to to kind of give it a test drive. Uh, the adventure that we're doing tonight is called Worm Sign. It is actually the quick start for the uh, Dune RPG, and the link for that is also in the, the uh, description below. Uh, it's not going to cost you anything, so if you want to try it out, just like we're trying it out feel free to download it and give it a try for free. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to just preface this by saying I have tried a lot of 2d 20 systems and this is what the Dune system is, is based off of. I'm interested to see how they kind of tweak the 2d 20 system to uh, fit the IP. So very excited. Also let's, let's go around and, and introduce our players and uh, tell everyone who you're playing tonight. I'm going to go, clockwise and go right next to will with the one and only brandon brandon thanks for coming on you're you're not this is like your first dune experience isn't it yeah i have heard of dune but i've never like read the books watched the miniseries watched the movie i apparently a new movie is coming out for dune soon so i might watch that or i might just go back and, you know, read the books first and then be that guy that was like, the books are better. <laughs> I, I will say that that's probably the case with, with the, the movies that have been put out so far. I'm, I'm excited for the new movie as well. Uh, Brandon, who are you playing tonight? Uh, I am playing Corbin Bralick. Uh, he is a reformed spice smuggler. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. Excellent. Excellent. And just below you is Austin. Austin, 
coming coming into the VCG show for Dune. This, thanks so much oh, yeah. for for being a part of this cast. Always, thanks for the invite. Absolutely. Are you um, a big fan of Dune? Um, you know, I have read Dune. Uh, I read Dune many many years ago, and I remember absolutely loving it. Um, I haven't read it recently enough, um, but I've kind of been listening to some media about it um, just as a random coincidence. So this is really funny timing. Uh, I'm quite excited to play. Excellent. Excellent. Who, who are you playing tonight? I am playing Hassan Diago. Uh, I am a servant of House Atreides. Excellent. And the one and only Josh Melville is uh, with us. Josh, thanks for coming on. I... I you, you've, I, I think you, you've, you've been a uh, a big fan of Dune for, uh, for quite some time. Uh, you, you were even saying that you were listening to the audio books here uh, before. Yeah, yeah, yep, leading up to the show. Yeah, uh, so I started listening to it, and unfortunately, our library only lets us hold on to it for seven days. I never got to finish it, but it's really good. I, I really love the the sci-fi i love well the worms are my favorite characters in the book i mean come on who doesn't love a good salmon worm right right, right. uh you know but uh yeah it's just a very interesting take you know we were just talking about the whole recycling your urine <laughs> because water is so scarce and, and things of that um but you know the assassination attempts and, and this kind of like there's a spy element to it, so it's really cool environment to thrust into an RPG. I'm excited for the new movie. It's been so long, though, since I've seen the old classic movies, so now I'm going to have to go back and watch those. Absolutely. Uh, Josh, who are you playing tonight? Marcus Sin, a Swordmaster Apprentice, and I am really wanting to become the uh the main sword master of our house excellent excellent i, I guess that leaves me with with my character i i'm actually playing uh talia carol uh T talia was a uh, was like, like a street orphan that was adopted by house atreides and uh i kind of grew up with the family they kind of adopted me as their own and and Kind of raised me in in House Atreides, and uh, I've I've kind of I'm, I'm a little more reformed, and I, I kind of I kind of have I know a little bit of the, the the higher end society and how that kind of works, but I still have held on to my uh, street uh, my street um, culture. I guess is probably the best way to put it. I I, I really. I'm still kind of longing to get back and be a part of the underground there uh, on the street of, uh, of the streets of, of Arrakis. So, yeah, I'm I'm kind of a little bit shifty. I can kind of play both uh, both angles here with uh, the high ends with high society and with the underground of, of Arrakis. So, we'll see how uh, how Talia does uh, with this adventure. So, without further ado, let me just. Ball up the, the show, throw it over to Will. There you go, Will, it's yours. All right. Well, uh, let's kick this thing off. So uh, just to set the scene a little bit for you all, uh, you are all 
uh, in the service of House Atreides in one form or another. Uh, in you know Hassan's case, that's a, a pretty obvious servitude, right? You are a servant of the house, but you know all of you are are doing work for them in some fashion or another. And so the the uh, house, someone from the house, has given you an assignment uh, to go and check out. Uh, some potential smuggling activity, uh, some spice smuggling activity that's been been heard to be taking place across the shield wall. And the shield wall is this huge, huge, enormous rock wall that protects the city of Arakeen, where you know the capital of the of the planet is, from you know the vast open dunes where the sandworms roam and and the uh, elusive fremen have been. Uh, known to, to uh, be sighted from time to time. Uh, you've been outfitted with uh, still suits, which as Josh mentioned earlier, is a suit that basically refines uh, your body's water so that you can live in the desert and you can spend time in the deep desert without any uh, uh, water other than what you take with you. Uh, and so, yeah, that is, that's where you are. And so, um, just really quickly, uh, there are a few tools here in the ornithopter that you're flying, and there's only room for the four of you in it. So it's just a four-seater, right? Um, and there are uh, some compasses, binoculars, tents, things like that. As far as weapons and, and that type of thing, you have only what you carry with you. So your character uh, should have, you know, some weapons, and that's that. All right. Uh, any questions about that part? All right. Good for right now. Awesome. So I'm going to read a little bit of introduction to you really quick, and then we'll we'll get going. So the sun glares off the ornithopter windshield as you crest over the immense stone wall that surrounds the city of Arakeen. Before you stretches an ocean of sand, a vast desert that covers the entire planet of Arrakis. While the cockpit is air conditioned, you can see the shimmer of heat haze rising from the waves of the dunes ahead of you, stretching beyond the horizon. You have set off today to investigate reports that a group of spice smugglers might be operating in the area that your house has a contract to harvest, harvest uh, spice from. It is your job to find their base and, if possible, put a stop to their activities. However, spice smugglers can often, be, can often have useful contacts, and occasionally the loss of a little spice could be worth finding a new ally. So, um, first things first, uh, we need to find out who is flying this ornithopter because you're already on your way over the shield wall. One of you has to be flying, right? So which of you is it? Um, would, would we make the, uh, would we make the, uh, make so Hassan gonna, do gonna, it? You, you can make whoever uh, do it yeah. you like. They... They should hopefully be somewhat good at uh, the move skill. Uh, not great. I mean, six. I mean, not horrible, uh, but. Yeah, I'm not great either. Yeah, I also got a six. Okay. Oh, I guess that's going right. to be me then. <laughs> All right, Marcus. Marcus is our right. pilot then. 
All right, so Marcus, uh, what I'd like you to do as you guys are flying over the shield wall and the, the craft does a lot of the heavy lifting and the piloting, but uh, I do need you to go ahead and make a, a test, a move test. And so this will be our first test of the game and it will kind of explain how the, how the dice work a little bit. Um, this is going to be a zero difficulty test. So in Dune, you can have tests that don't have a difficulty, and they're more to allow you to kind of prep for what's to come, and they can help you build momentum for future things that you need to that you'll need to do as you kind of go through uh, the course of our adventure. So a zero difficulty move test. So what you need is two d six. So every roll in this game is going to have at least two d six. Well, almost every roll your role will have to have 2d6 so uh and then your target is going to be uh your skill so we mentioned move so it's going to be your move and then i also need you to select a drive so what's driving you for this mission that you've chosen to take for house atreides and you have five drives you've got duty faith justice and power and you also have some statements that could help guide you as to when some of those might be more appropriate than others. Um, but your choice to, to pick the drive and the GM usually picks the skill for the test. Okay. All so right. which so drive? Duty is what drives me for this. Okay. Okay. So you've got duty. Uh, and what's your score for duty? Six. Six. All right, and what was your score for move? Seven. Seven. All right, so you add those two together and your target for piloting will be uh, 13. So you're rolling your 2d20 and you're trying to get 13 or under. Okay. This is a roll under. And you said you said 2d6, but okay. it's actually 2d20. 2d20, yeah, 2d20. Okay, on just one of the die? So however many combination. You, no, you need to get so you're not adding together, it's just whatever score you okay. get on, on each dice. And you're gonna get you're looking for multiple successes potentially. So you might get okay. one or you might get, you know, as many as five. If Great. you're rolling that's, more dice. Okay. Well, I've got a twelve on one and a five on the other, so I'm assuming two successes. That's correct. So you get two successes. And so this generates for you some momentum. We talked about momentum a little bit. And so your, your team together has a shared momentum pool and you're going to get two points to go into that pool because of your role. So you're successfully awesome. piloting the ornithopter. Yeah. And everybody has two points of momentum that you can, uh, that you can pull on from now on uh, unless someone spends it. All right. Okay. So uh, you're flying, you fly over the shield wall and the vast expanse of dunes, you know, uh, the namesake of the planet Arrakis are arrayed before you, uh, seas and seas of dunes. They go on forever as far as you can see with, you know, some rock outcroppings, small and large here and there uh, mixed out among them. But by far and away, it's mostly sand. So, um, you're, you have some general coordinates uh, to fly toward, and as you head that direction, uh, everyone will have an opportunity, if you're not piloting, uh, to make a test to try and see if you can spot any signs of the smuggler base. Mm. Yeah, so for this, 
Uh, everyone will get to make a difficulty two discipline test. And so difficulty two means you want to get two or more successes. And so you're making, you're going to be making your pass over the kind of the coordinates, the area where, where you've been told to look for these smugglers. And uh, yeah, let's have, let's have everybody make a difficulty two discipline test. And for this, we need to select drives as well. So for each of you, actually, I want to, let's think about this for just a second. So what is driving you on this mission specifically? And this is, this will become kind of your default drive that you'll go back to if you don't have something else that makes more sense to roll uh, throughout the rest of the adventure. So I'm, I'm just going to iterate through those um, drives really quickly. So we have duty, meaning I follow the orders of my house, and it's as simple as that. We've got faith, meaning God will place me where I need to be. We've got justice, meaning smugglers and are criminals and they need to be punished. Uh, and we've got power, meaning that smugglers, uh, allowing them to operate uh, under our house makes us look weak. And then we've got truth, which means investigating the smugglers may reveal that there is more to this than we expect. So you can, you can choose any of those, but that'll be kind of your driving, uh, your main drive for the course of the adventure. What do you think, Doug? I think mine is probably going to be power because my my ultimate drive is to, um, or my ambition, I should say, is to kind of be the main figurehead for the underground of Arrakis. Like, even though I'm kind of with house, uh, with the house, though, I, I, I want to quietly become the 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 head of the under under underworld i guess yeah arrakis so i'm gonna say it's probably power so it's power for talia all right uh what about for hassan uh i would say duty uh it's um my ambition is to become a renowned spy for my house so uh anything i can do to further my house's uh motives is going to be the direction i take Perfect. And for Corbin? Uh, it's probably also going to be power. Uh, I'm just trying to stay alive so that I can become rich. So I got to do whatever it takes. All right. Okay. So if you will, go ahead and combine the score of the drive that you chose with the, your skill for um, discipline and Go ahead and take your 2d6. And, and if anybody wants to, this is your, your first opportunity when you could spend momentum. There are a few ways you can modify uh, roles in Dune. One of them is to spend momentum. Another one is to generate threat. You can give me threat and get an extra dice to roll if you want, if you give me a point of threat. Or you can spend a point of momentum. And you definitely want to give me threat because that's usually a, one of your best choices as a group of players. Uh, Anybody want to spend anything or just roll 2d6? Two two I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I will roll. Okay. So it's a difficulty two. All right. And it's a, it's my power plus, what, what did we say my skill was? Is, is there a it's skill your, associated with it? It's your discipline plus your power. Okay. So I got to roll under a 13? Yeah. 13 or under. 
I just got one. All right. Just uh, one? Okay. Just got one, one there. I got two successes. <gasps> got two? Oh, there you go. All right. Well, that is good. It's good that somebody got two successes. All right. So, uh, Corbin, as you're flying uh, over this general vicinity, you see, you know, in the distance, you see kind of a rock outcropping that's that's a little bit larger, um, but hidden in its shadow. Uh, some distance away, right? It, you'd have to, you know, it's a, it's a distance that you'd have to cross. But some distance away, hidden in the shadow of this larger out rock outcropping, is a very small rock outcropping. And there's a, you know, part of it is almost level with the sands. Uh, and there, it looks like there might be maybe a small cave uh, that that is there. And uh, based around that cave are several uh, dun-colored tents that are really hard to pick out against the rock. But you have got an eye for this and you see them. So uh, I see some tents over there around that uh, that uh, rock formation. Uh, it, I think it's probably where we might find our guys. I mean, back in the day, I had we had a setup similar to that uh, back when I was running Spice. So uh, we might want to take a look out over there, maybe touch down a little, uh, little ways out and then uh, see if we can get close without disturbing them. Yeah. Okay. So is there like a, a, maybe there's a dune that we can kind of set the ship down and then walk over? Um, yeah. So you want to set it like on top of a dune, behind a dune? What's your... Yeah, what's your just behind it so that it's, you know, not able to be seen just in case we get into trouble. Okay. Uh, so you want to set it down and then um, and then walk over. Great. Yeah. Um, I, I'm thinking that. What do you guys think? I won't yeah, leave I'm anyone sure. out. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure we don't want them to see us coming. Yeah. That's usually smugglers uh, shoot hear you. first, ask questions later. Yeah, that's that's probably the wisest choice, I believe. Okay. All right, hold All right. on, boys. So you're going to need to make a move roll in order to land the ornithopter, uh, and you know that. I mean, all of you know this. You've been on Arrakis long enough to know this. That uh, rhythmic uh, vibration attracts worms. So you need to be cautious in how you land, right? And so let's okay. let's have you uh, let's have you go ahead and make a move roll. One thing I wanted to call out that we didn't call out on your previous rolls is that you also have focuses, right? Do you have any focuses that might help you? Uh, so you're gonna with your move. What's your move focus? Uh, you have let's one. See. I do stealth. Stealth. I feel like that might apply in this case because you're trying to be I think so. cautious and careful. I think that's really yes. good. Okay. So what that means is in addition to taking your uh, move plus your um, drive that you're choosing, and I think it was duty, um, although yep. you're free to change it if you'd like, um, then when you make your roll, 
and, and you can use momentum for this roll or generate some threat as well if you want to add some extra dice. But when you make your roll, any roll that you make that is less, less than or equal to your move, right, so that's a seven, will be a critical. So normally you get a critical if you roll one. Um, and okay. that just means you get two successes instead of one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I am rolling two dice. Yeah, tell us what you get. Two sevens. Two sevens? Yeah. Holy crap. I, I'm All right. like screenshotting that right now because that never happens. <laughs> he, he is one with the sand. You are one with the Seriously. sand. All right. You got so you got four successes. <laughs> All right. That's really good. Okay. So you, you know, with a very deft hand, you pilot this ornithopter and you, you know, you set it down so gently, so gently, like the sand doesn't even hardly move underneath it as you set it down. No nice. way. No way. There's yeah. Yeah, you, you did it perfectly. That's awesome. All right. Um, so uh, you're, you're touching down. And then uh, I mentioned, you know, without the sand, uh, or, or sorry, with that movement can potentially attract a sandworm. Um, but let's, let's have your characters all make a quick test to see if they remember this fact as they get ready to move over to the smuggler base. So this is going to be a difficulty three test, and it's going to be based on your understand skill. Now, remember, if you have a focus that you think would be applicable, then go ahead and call it out. If you don't okay. have a focus on your understand skill, then that that's fine, too. Uh, so what would the focus enable us to do again? So it, it makes your roll better. It makes your crit range a lot higher, basically. So normally a crit is a one, but if you have a focus that it applies, then it means your crit range is the number of your skill. So I have, I have danger oh. sense. Danger sense? Yeah. I think that I think that applies. All right. That applies. Okay. So you'll have so you'll have your understand skill as your crit range, and then you're gonna add your drive to it before you make your roll. Anybody else have anything? I think I, I want to switch to my drive to truth for this. <clears throat> okay. I think that makes sense. Okay, because it's it to me that's more knowledge based. Okay. Anybody else have any uh, focuses they think would make sense for their un for their uh, understand? I do not. Okay, that's fine. So you take your understand, combine it with your drive. That's your target. You can roll two dice. Uh, and remember, if you want to uh, add any dice with momentum, you can do that. Uh, you can also um, give me some threat, get more dice. I'll give you lots of dice for threat. <laughs> so I rolled yeah, a four. Get, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I got, I got no successes. Okay. I, I rolled a four and a five, and my skill focus is four. So does that mean okay. that I get? Does you that make that four crit? So the, the difficulty was three. Yeah. 
So that's four total successes that you got. Did anyone else get three or more? One. Okay. So, uh, Doug, you also generate one momentum for the group. So you guys now have three momentum. Uh, that was a really good roll, too. Okay. So uh, what you understand, what you remember, you recall, is that there's this there's this thing about sandworms, and if we walk too regularly, if we're if our movements are too patterned, right, then it'll probably call a sandworm. You you know that the Fremen have some weirdo thing that they do that they call walk without rhythm or something like that, but you don't really know how that works. But you do know that you should probably say something to your friends and do your best. Well, there's a question in the uh, in the chat that asks: uh, Is there a maximum on the momentum pool? There is. Yeah, the maximum is six. Six. Okay. Very good. Yeah. So at some point you will want to spend it, most likely. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So I'm I'm sorry you missed that I was I was reply I, I missed what you what oh, you yeah, said you're good. so so you understand <laughs> trying to direct and, and and do everything at the same time it's a thing it's a thing I you know I tried to GM direct and you know answer questions and all that stuff myself all once and it was not I don't envy that I know <laughs> no. you've done it on many occasions it's a talent I, I don't really feel like I have yeah I don't know how he does it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't do the live stuff. <laughs> I've tried. That's hard. I commend you, Doug. Indeed. So you know that you guys need to be cautious in how you move. Right. Uh, you can tell your companions that or not, um, but if you don't, then odds are pretty good that the, you guys will call a sandworm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely explain it to the crew, that, hey, to, to, to the three others that, hey, listen, you know, we need to make sure that we're, we're very, very careful. Otherwise, yeah. you know what we'll attract. Yeah. We've all been here for a while. We know what's, what's, what's going on here. Okay. We don't, we don't want that. No. Outside of game, yes, about, I do. We're not talking about Josh here. We're talking about Marcus. <laughs> uh, I got to keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what you can do if you want to try and, and move without attracting a worm uh, is everyone can make a difficulty to move test. And I think, again, that probably the stealth is a good one for a focus. It could potentially work for you. Uh, if you have any other focuses on your move that you think are applicable, then remember that's going to expand your crit range from one to whatever that number is. Okay. Um, and then I, I think this is, this is going to be an important roll. Do each one of us want to take one momentum token to roll an extra die? It's probably not a bad idea. Yeah, that, that would probably work out in fate for so the best a, of us. Isn't there only three? There's only there three. There's, there's only three. three. So, I mean, I I can go without, and then you, the rest of you can each have one. You could also generate some threat. Give me a threat point. I only have eight. Yeah. Only eight. Yeah. 
You know what? You know what? I'll make it even. Everyone can have the momentum token. I'll I'll give you the threat for. <laughs> oh, for there we go. All right, all right. Yeah. That's very nice of you. So, yeah. so what was the well, threat? Well, what, you know, what's gotta, what's the target? Thank you for GMing. Two. It's, it's two. Yeah. Two successes. All right. And I've got stealth. We, yeah. So, so select your drive. Yeah. So I'm yeah. gonna do move and. Oh, my drive is another D20 here. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, oh. And I got well, stealth as well. Well. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you do? I I I, I got two successes, and one of them is a, a it goes in with my focus, so I guess that would be a crit, right? Yeah. Okay, but I also rolled a twenty. You rolled a twenty. Yeah. Oh no, we haven't talked about rolling twenties yet. Oh no, this is Ooh. not this is this is not the kind of game where you want to roll a twenty. I, I kind of had that. Okay. Uh, I, I kind of I thought maybe that might it's be the nice. case. You know what? That's fine, Doug. Um, so there's a couple things that can happen if I if you roll a twenty, right? Um, I can give I can introduce a complication of some sort, um, or I can just take another point of threat. Right. There's a there's a few things we can do. In this case, I think I'll I'll just take a point of threat. I'll just save that for later. Yeah. Got a nice even ten now. Yeah, nice even ten. So you got three successes. So, so you, I got you three generate, successes. You generate a momentum. So you guys were at zero. You go back up to one. What did the rest of you get? I got, I got two successes. Two I also got ten. two successes. Two and one. Okay. One. All righty. Well, sounds good. Um, so you're moving. You're moving across the sand, um, and you are coming around uh, this dune that was in between you and this outcropping of rock, where there's a, a what looked like a maybe a small cave and, and some tents. Um, and you're moving pretty. You're moving pretty well. The um, Smugglers don't, you don't see any smugglers as you come around to the uh, area where the tents are. It's middle of the day, the sun is high, right? And uh, you come around and you see the tents and you don't see any people. Um, as you get a little bit closer, what you do notice is that uh, inside of this cave, it looks like there are several containers, like large containers. They might be holding some, something in them, actually. And then you see all the tents. And as you get even a little bit closer, you do see actually hiding behind those containers are a couple of smugglers. So what would you like to do? I, I would like to draw my sword and just stay at a ready stance to defend if I have to. But I think uh, Talia should, she was a smuggler, right? I was I, I, well. I don't know. If I, I was a smuggler. smuggler. No, it was Cor Corbin's the the ex smuggler. Yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. Sorry, one of I was, was the street orphan. <laughs> oh, that's right. So can I uh, go up to one of them and be like, uh, "Hey, I heard that uh, you guys <laughs> might have some uh, goods that we're looking for." Use some of that old school smuggler hand sign stuff or something. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, Brandon, can, Brandon, can you show us some of that old school hand uh, signs? Uh, no. Like, can you like no? Like, but hey, it's not safe for you two. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you can you can approach them and and they kind of look at each other and they look at you and say, "Hey, what are you doing here? This is our this is our operation." Uh, I heard from, uh, one of my contacts that, uh, you were, uh, the new guys in the game and I wanted to, uh, check it out for myself. I don't know about that. We're going to have to get the boss. All right, bring him out. And they go down to, uh, one of the tents. And one of them does. The other one stands there watching you, his arms folded across his chest, just kind of staring at you, and, you know, giving you the eye. Um, the other one goes down to one of the tents and and opens the flap and peeks inside and says something. And then uh, he goes back out and he starts going around and he just kind of taps on the wall of the of each of the tents. And several uh, smugglers emerge from tents around. There are a total now of eight of them. And one of them has a uh, big, dark, um, almost black goatee uh, and uh, bright blue within blue eyes kind of sunken into his, into his face a little bit. And he comes around to you and says, this is our spice operation. What is it that you, the four of you are doing here? We came for spice, like I said. You came for spice? This is our spice. Can't have our spice. Well, I mean, we can offer you a trade for some of that spice. Trade? Trade. What kind of trade? Well, what do you need? We can give you money, information. We have a servant. I look over at Hassan. You're offering us the servant out here? No, no, that isn't what he meant. <laughs> he, he must have misspoke. I mean, we're going to sell the spice for money, so if you give us a fair market value for it, then we would take it. All right. Well, you got to show us the product to make sure so we can uh, verify that it's good stuff and not, uh, not that you're trying to scam us. Well, you think we're just going to give you barrels of sand? I mean, it's been done in the past. Fine. Fair enough. And he starts to walk over. He starts to walk over toward the cave. Um, and these guys are all uh, dressed in silk suits as well. Otherwise, you know, they wouldn't be able to survive out here. But um, as he starts to walk toward the cave, uh, you hear uh, and everyone's going to see pretty quickly um, an ornithopter come in and it comes in from uh, 
looks like it's coming from, you know, sort of the shield wall direction, similar to where you had come from. Uh, and as it gets closer, you can see that it is definitely a Harkonnen ornithopter. Uh, so the Harkonnens are the, you know, the sworn enemies of the, of the Atreides, right? And so the Harkonnen ornithopter comes in and it uh, is going to land like right on top of the tents uh, in the middle of this sort of smuggler camp. And it just like thumps down and uh, Harkonnen soldiers, and it's a big one too, Harkonnen soldiers just start pumping out of it. Um, and there are a bunch of them. Um, and they're all dressed in, you know, they've got Harkonnen issue still suits with, uh, you know, kind of leather armor looking stuff. And they, uh, yeah, and they've all got um, Malo rifles and yeah, they look like they're, they mean business. Um, and at, at the sight of this, I just kind of like drop my sword, and this expression of like defeat comes over me. <laughs> kind of pull All my right. hood a little this further over my face yeah. so they can they can't really see me, like who I am. Yeah. And so as this is happening, uh, the smugglers are kind of like, "What's going on here?" Right? Um, and. You guys have some options uh, in terms of what you could potentially do, but the Harkonnens are the sworn enemies of your house. We are vastly outnumbered. Filthy dog. We should have uh, known that they were behind you? us. There's probably you. You know, you're not. Maybe, maybe you're, you don't know if you're counting the pilot or not or whatever. But there's maybe ten or twelve of them. So I, 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 I hearken over to the uh, the smugglers, and I'm like, you guys are dealing with the Hark Harkonnens? No, we're not dealing with them. They're probably just so here what? to try and steal our spice. We can't let that happen now, can we? You got any uh, any defenses here? Any weapons or anything to drive them out, maybe? Yeah, yeah we're, just here to we're, we're just here to buy. We don't want to go down with you guys. That looked bad on us. We've got some. Uh, we've got some weapons. Uh, and the Harkonnen, like, there's a commander that kind of walks out into the front of them, and he looks around at all of you, and He's got this shock of really bright red hair. Uh, and uh, he says, I thought we were coming here for smugglers, but I see there are filthy Atreides dogs among you. You're the filthy dogs. It just slips. <laughs> <sighs> Not again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think everyone here just needs to calm down. I'm sure there's a perfectly good reason why you're here. So what is it? 
We're here to confiscate this spice, of course. Um, so really quickly, uh, just to kind of give a little bit of an outline uh, of Dune. Um, so like the books, the movies, there's tons of political intrigue, but there's also violence, right? Yep. Um, and the way this game is set up, there are a couple of, there. well, there's several different types of conflict that are possible, right? Um, but it's all it's all built in a way that it it kind of flows and it'll work with whatever situation you want, however you want to handle a conflict type situation. This is definitely a conflict type situation, right? So you could try and talk your way out of it, and that's a conflict of sorts, right? Uh, you could also try and fight your way out, and that's another type of conflict. Um, but essentially, this is going to be a conflict, and so you have to figure out what your approach what approach you want to take mm -hmm. to it will be. So do we, can we tell if Harkonnen, the Harkonnen are, uh, are they here too? Does it look like they're working with the smugglers at all? Or is it, is it actually what the smugglers said where they're, they're here just to. The Harkonnen's have the their weapons drawn. They don't look like okay. they're here to, right. to uh, be friends. So I think, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to step up to the smugglers and say, uh, and you said there's like eight smugglers. Yep. And there's four of us. Mm -hmm. So it would be a pretty even match. Yep. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to step up in uh, next to, to Corbin and say, uh, I'm, going to, I'm just going to try to convince them that, Hey, listen, Harkonnen's probably going to, I, I know you don't like our house, but guess what? Harkonnen's going to be seizing this spice from you anyway, why don't we work together and maybe we can get a share of the spice. We'll help you with the Harkonnen and you get to keep your, the majority of, your, of uh, what you've already claimed. I think that that's how it, I think that's our only option at this point. Otherwise we're both going to leave empty handed. That's, that's pretty smart. How do we know we can trust you? Well, can you trust them? Go ahead and uh, so this is this could be an opportunity for uh, some assistance because I feel like you're all kind of working on this, uh, trying to convince them together, right? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think you know, um, Talia, you kind of led off the the charge here, so I think. I'd like for you to make a communication or a communicate yeah. test. My, my focus is intimidation. Okay. Would that apply in this situation? It absolutely would apply. Yeah, it would all apply. Right, right, nice. So you're going to have that and then you'll have your drive. And then okay. if, if someone would like to, you know, if you're talking and, and aiding, right, then you can um, assist, right? And the way that that works just remember, make sure that I'm getting it right because we haven't done this yet. Uh, the way that works is that everyone who is assisting uh, can roll one d20 um, based on uh, communicate as well um, with a drive of your choice. Um, and if you get a, a success, then we add that to the total. I'll, I'll assist. This is the only time in the game when you'd roll one d20. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Corbin, what 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 about you? Are you going to? Uh, uh yeah. Are you sure. assisting? I will. Uh, I will give that an assist. All right. Here we go. And how many? What? How? What's the difficulty uh, rating oh. on this? Yeah, I didn't say, did I? No. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't, huh? <laughs> oh, kind of. I kind of like to know before <laughs> before we roll. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you so, would. <laughs> so, so for us to assist, we just tell if we get. We just say if we got the success, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, and the success is based off of our numbers. Correct. Okay. I got so I got two successes. One of which was a a one. Oh wow! All right. So that's three. I got one. Got one. Yep, I got none. Okay. Did you get any, Josh, or were you helping? I I did not roll. So I think I think okay. after that comment uh, that, that he made, nobody got any twenties was... though, right? Nobody got any twenties. Oh. Okay, it's close. Josh, oh, wait a minute, Josh. Wait a minute. Check. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I just realized that that's not a six. That's not a nine. That's a six. So that also hits my uh, that that also hits my intimidation uh, drive. Ah, okay. All right. Well, so this wasn't a very difficult test. It was actually a a, a one, oh. right? So you got four plus uh, one extra, right? So that's going to generate uh, four momentum for you. So you guys are up to five again now. Yeah. Yes. And the the smuggler uh, looks at you, and he puts his hands together, and he says, "Well." I feel more at ease trusting the Atreides than I do the Harkonnens. So if you say you're against them and with us, then let's do this. And uh, he looks to his to his men, and some of them draw knives, and some of them draw uh, pistols. Um, and they're ready to, ready to attack. So um, this, is our, this is our first conflict. Uh, so I'm going to do a quick overview of how conflict works. It's a little bit different. Um, basically, you're going to choose an asset to use in your attack. So everybody has assets on your character machine sheets, and some of you also have talents. And talents can come into play whenever they, whenever they, you know, make sense. Right? That's that's just up to you. So if you see a, a case for your talent, then your talent works. Right? But your asset. So you're probably going to have some kind of a weapon. Um, which you could use, or if you have some other way that you want to use an asset, like, you know, certain types of assets give you the ability to, you know, for example, blackmail someone or um, do other potential things uh, that, that you wouldn't necessarily be able to do if you didn't have that asset. But mm -hmm. weapons are good for, for physical com conflict. And so hopefully you have a weapon. Uh, if you don't, then, you know, you don't necessarily have to have that, but that's going to give you, <clears throat> um, an extra, sorry, hold on. Uh, it's going to give you an extra, oh shoot. Who else read the rules? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it gives you. I think it gives you an extra success. Um, darn it! All right. So this is what we're going to say for now. Um, and 
So based on the type of attack you're making, you're going to choose an appropriate skill and a drive, right? And a focus if it applies, right? So generally the skill is going to be battle uh, if you're doing a physical yep. uh, uh, conflict. And then you're going to roll the conflict against your target, um, which is your, oh no, I remember what it is. The asset gives you an extra, an extra bump, one number up on your, on your target. Okay. Right. Um, and so you're going to roll and I'm going to tell you what, what the, uh, uh, what the foe does basically. Right. Um, and if you win the contest and your attack is successful, if you lose, obviously it fails. Um, and on a successful attack, the outcome depends on the target. So depending on the kind of foe, right? If they're like a major character and a big NPC or a big, big bad evil guy or something like that, then they're going to have more ability to do stuff against you. Um, but if they're just like a minor foe, then usually if you win a if you win a series, we're not representing like one stroke of a blade or one shot from a pistol. This is a section of conflict between you and someone else. And so if they're minor, then one success is going to, or one uh, successful contest will be enough to uh, remove them from the contest. Gotcha. Make sense? Okay. Yep. Cool. All right. Um, let me really quickly pull up these guys. Okay. Boy, they really don't like your house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, now, is, is there any kind of an initiative order with uh, with this? Uh, there's system? there's not, actually. Okay. So the way that uh, we decide who goes first, a player always goes first, and then we alternate. So you guys just get to choose who you want to have go first. So who would like to go first? I have no weapon and not a lot of skill, so I will probably not go first. <laughs> oh, I was going to volunteer Hassan. <laughs> I didn't know if you had like a serving plate that you could just kind of hold up and kind of, you know, shield well, yourself. I mean, from... uh, the smugglers did have <laughs> some some weapons, so you might be able to get one from them to use. Yeah, yeah it's prob probably not a bad idea. Um, yeah, I guess I'll I'll go first. Uh, I guess I'll use my turn to uh, turn to one of the smugglers and say. If you want me to help, you're, you're going to have to help me and kind of hold up my bare hands and say, I need a weapon. Uh, okay. Uh, one of the smugglers looks at you kind of funny, and he reaches down to his waist, and he pulls out a knife and hands it to you. Better than nothing. What are you doing in the desert without a, without a blade? <laughs> He's I'm very forgetful. Enter, he's about to enter a gunfight with a knife. So, <laughs> well, so am I. <laughs> Mine's just bigger. That's all. <laughs> all right, uh, and that'll be your 
that'll be your turn. Well, you know what? I'll let you do an attack if you want. We'll say that happens pretty quick. Okay. Um, do you want to enter conflict with yeah. somebody? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go for it because uh, I really, it. I really dislike Harkonnens. Uh, now, is there a matter of crossing the space to get to a target, yeah. or there's gonna be one close? You'll be able to get to one really quickly if you need to. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna turn and just make a slash at just the one. Charge at one. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so let's, uh, let's go ahead. Do you have a, f let's see, do you have any focuses on your battle? I don't know that you do. No, I don't. Okay. Um, what is your drive for this? Um, I'm going to go with faith. Uh, the statement for that is I believe I have chosen the right place to serve. And, uh, I think that kind of is applicable here. Yeah, absolutely. Then that. Okay. And you've got your uh, knife. So that's going to be 14. Your target's 14. 14. Do you want to use any momentum? Oh. Uh, no, I, I can reroll those. I wasn't going to. It's fine. I mean, I mean, they were good. They were good rolls. So, I mean, I'll keep them. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's good. Keep them. Uh, yeah, I got two. So can you explain how the critical uh, ranges works again? Yeah, for sure. So if you roll a one... That's a critical. That means you get two right. successes instead of one if you roll one. Right. If you have a focus that applies to your roll, then the critical range is from one to the number of your skill okay. that has the focus. Okay. Well, in that case, yeah. I got two successes. No two critics. successes. All right. Uh, let me just a second here. Uh, this guy. All right. Well, so you go screaming into one of the Harkonnens uh, with your blade. Do you want to? Do you want to tell us what you what you do to him? Because you do something bad to him. Um. Yeah, I think I'm not very trained in any kind of combat, so I think I'm kind of trying to. I'll basically like barrel right into him and just stab right down into his neck. Yeah, you do. And uh, you like, he was so taken off guard by the ferocity of your attack. He just crumples and, and falls. All right. Uh, so we're going to go to one of them. Uh, so the, the captain of the Harkonnen soldiers sees, you know, you charge at him, at one of his soldiers with this knife and just take him down. This, uh, you know, s servant guy, not, you know, doesn't really look like much of a fighter necessarily. And he's like, and uh, starts opening fire. Um, and so, let's real quickly. Uh, I'm going to spend a point of threat. Actually, I'm going to spend two points of threat. Uh, no, it doesn't work that way. Sorry, I have to spend three. So the first point of momentum or threat that you spend gives you one dice. The second, you have to spend two to get another one after that. So I'm going to roll four dice. Gotcha. Okay. okay. And, oh, and I forgot to figure out who he's going to shoot. Should do that. Uh, all right, that's going to be Josh. 
Mmm. Okay. Wow. That is not allowed, mister. Yeah. Uh, he did get a critical, um, but that is the only success that he got. So he got two successes. Uh, and just one second, let me remind myself. Josh, you just probably just, you know, that's probably payback for, for you know, saying what you said earlier. It's yeah. Karma. Yeah. Karma, buddy. <laughs> it's karma. I kind of see, you know, it, it's really hard to keep Josh out of the game and only play the character. <laughs> you know, Josh wants to go barreling in with the sword, but staying back. Oh, that's right. You're a swordsman, aren't you? So, yeah. You should be able to slice and dice these guys. That's, that's why I said mine's bigger. Yeah. And Hassan's. Uh, he shoots you <laughs> and he, he grazes you. Uh, and it's, you know, pain sears through your side, right? As this, as this bullet uh, hits you and your life flashes before your eyes for a second, as it always does when you're injured. And uh, yeah. Absolutely. You have to decide what you're going to do next. So um, it's going to go to the players. Uh, so who would like to go next? Can I, since I just got shot? Absolutely. Because <laughs> now's the time to act. So that that guy right there, uh, after after the pain kind of, I push the pain aside, you know, and I just grip up on that sword and in pure anger, uh, I'm going for it. Okay. Let's see here. Would anyone object to me moving a uh, moment using a momentum token? No, we have, we like have five. five. We've got five of them, so yeah, go for it. it. Okay. Grab an extra D20. And I've got. Focus for my battle is dueling, and this is duty. I mean, it's almost like revenge or justice for, ooh. No, nah, this is justice for shooting me. Payback, right? Okay. There we go. You're going after the, like, the commander or whatever who's out in front? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, with my focus, so uh, that would make that a crit. So that's two. And 13, that's three. But I did roll a 20 on one of them. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, great. I'm going to introduce a complication. Uh, so you, uh, rush Ooh. on this guy, uh, your sword flashing in the sun and you come down on him with it. And, 
I'm going to say you get him, you know, like collarbone and down, right? And yep. your, uh, your sword, you're like, <clears throat> and it is stuck in him. Uh, but he is like, ah, and he's in immense pain and seems to be mostly disabled. But he's like collapsing and, and the, uh, the blade is stuck for the moment. Okay. So you have an opportunity when you get a turn again to, to potentially get it back. But for now, it's, it's, yeah. you won't be able to use it. Okay. The adrenaline um, is flowing just like the spice. There we go. That's right. Okay, uh, so it's their turn. Um, another one of them is going to go, and he's not going to use any threat. Uh, he's going to fire at uh, Italia. Okay. Uh, He actually misses Talius. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so he aims up and kind of just misses. It's like not a very good shot. You don't know what it is. Okay. It's like they're stormtroopers or something. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, let's go back to the players. So who would like to go next? I'll go. All right. Uh, I'm going to take out my little pistol, and I'm going to just uh, shoot one of the guys in the back in the leg. Okay. All right. So let's see if I can do it. Uh, I got one success. Okay. Um... All right, so that's not quite enough to, to take this guy down. Um, you you uh, you know definitely give him a good grazing uh, with your bullet, but he's like, whoa, I'm gonna miss that. I got a new part in my hair, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's uh, looks like he's still ready to go for now. All right, uh, and in fact, he'll take his turn to try and fire back at you. Okay. Um, and he does. Uh, he fires back at you, and he's going to uh, hit you in your uh, off. What's your dominant shoulder, right or left? Uh, right. Let's say right. Right? Okay. So he uh, fires off, and a shot hits you in the left shoulder. Yeah. So you feel that pain screams through you as this bullet just kind of tears its way through your still suit. A little splurt of blood and water comes out of that uh, pouch. It's okay. Yeah. It's my second favorite shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, I believe it is it's player's turn. Uh, so I Who's think next? that leaves just just me. So I think yeah. what I'm going to do is the the, uh, the the enemy that that, that fired at me and missed. Um, I have I have a uh, a focus called dirty fighting. So either I'm f 
fighting while I'm not very clean, or I'm going to fight dirty. I think that's kind of how it's supposed to be. So I think what I'm going to do is you I'm going to look for this fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get out some soap and kind of just clean up. So maybe no, I'm just kidding. What I'm going to do is I'm going to kick the sand into the face of uh, the, the 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 enemy that was in front of me that tried to shoot me uh, to try to blind him and then. Uh, then I'll, I have an idea of how I want to finish him off if I can, if I succeed at blinding him. Okay. Kind of have it all mapped out in my head, but I just need to make sure that, that I can blind him first. Yeah. Good. Let's give it a go. All right. So we have dirty fighting and uh, the power comes at my knife's edge. So I, I'm probably, Ooh. Okay. So I, I rolled a success plus I rolled a one. So, okay. so I think three. that makes three successes. Yeah. So you're able to do your move with the, you know, kicking stuff up into his face and then you can do your attack as well. Okay. It's just so, all included. So I've got it all mapped out in my head while we were all like, while this round was playing out, I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to kick sand up into his face, then spin around, sweep his leg and then stab him in the, in the sternum with my knife. Once he yeah. falls to the ground. Yeah, you do. Uh, definitely the most graceful maneuver of anyone here so far today. Nice. As you take down this uh, Harkonnen. Yeah, and uh, he's not getting up again. Never, right? So, yeah. Um, let's, so really quickly, uh, I'm just going to, um, I'm not going to roll for them, but the uh, the smugglers and the remaining Harkonnens, go back and forth, taking turns. I am going to roll really quickly. I'm going to give uh, a chance that a few of them might still try and attack some of you. Just a second here. Um, ooh, okay. Well, it looks like one of them will. Uh, and the other ones are in, busy being engaged by the smugglers. Uh, and this one is going to... Uh, this one was fairly close uh, to you, Hassan, uh, and the soldier that you took down. And so he's actually going to, like, turn around and basically try and, you know, hit you with the, with the butt of his uh, rifle that he has. And so let's give him a chance to do that really quickly. Oh, okay. Well, he got one success, but it was a crit because um, they have a focus on uh, their rifles. So that gives them a pretty good chance to get some crits. Um, and so he uh, hits you with the butt of the rifle, um, and he's he like hits you in the head, and you for a second you don't hear anything but the ringing, right? You just hear this, this intense ringing sound uh, as it takes a second for the world to come back into focus. Um, but when it does, you see that you're on your hands and knees in front of this uh, Harkonnen who's kind of dropped you to the ground. Um, and around you, the conflict rages on as uh, several of the smugglers, a uh, couple of them fall, uh, and one more Harkonnen soldier falls as well. Um, and then we're back to the top of the order. So it's player's turn. Uh, who would like to go first? Um, oh. I, I can go first again. 
Okay. What'd you like to do? Um, I guess I'm gonna. So I'm on my hands and knees. Uh, I guess I'm gonna plant my foot and kind of just dive at the legs of the soldier. Um, trying to grapple him down. Yeah, try to grapple him down. Maybe, maybe like a little light strangling. Light strangling. Yeah, sounds good. So, two successes again. Nice. Okay. Um, sorry, hang on one second. We're, I just want to say we're kicking butt, guys. <laughs> we're doing all right. All right. Uh, so so two successes. Two. Uh, yeah. So you get this guy around the legs, and you just you know you put your weight into it. You know behind your behind your foot as you get a pretty good purchase here. You're still on the on the rock outcropping. You're not on the sand. So you can get a pretty good, get some pretty good leverage. You find like a little crevice and get your toe into it and you just take this guy down. Right. And you're, you know, ah, and you get to his neck and you're just, you know, choking him, kind of banging his head against the rock. Um, and uh, nice. he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's struggling. Um, all right. Let's go to them, their turn. Uh, let's see. Their commander is down. Let's see. All right, there's still quite a few of them. Um, the pilot looks over and sees you, uh, Talia, and the like super graceful maneuver that you did uh, with, you know, taking down this guy, and is like, I can't let that person get anywhere near me, and so they're going to take a shot at you. Okay. Uh, actually, yeah lean out of the, they're still in the ornithopter, but they lean out around the ornithopter uh, opening and they're going to take a shot at you from kind of a covered area there. And because they have that concealment, I'm actually going to use a point of threat for them. Uh, unfortunately, the pilot doesn't appear to have uh, very much skill with uh, firearms uh, and uh, mistakenly uh, shoots a rock that they thought was you. So, yeah, you're free and clear. Um, wow. <laughs> who's next? I'll go. Okay. Uh, I'll put my foot on this uh, guy's chest and kick him back while pulling on my sword at the same time. Okay. And then uh, uh, that probably good. takes up my turn to do that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but you can roll. You can roll a. Um, you can make a conflict roll anyway, right? As part of that. Okay. Sure. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. 
because you see him, he's like crumpling to the ground, but he's actually he's actually pulling a dagger from his boot right now. So Yep. You need to disarm him. All right. Uh one crit, which means I get two successes. The other one's fifteen, so doesn't land. Okay. Yeah, you're so you're able to retain your sword uh, by going through instead of out uh, back out. If that makes okay. sense, it's like a fish. Yep. It's like a fish hook. You just go the other direction, no problem. Uh, and the he actually loses an arm as mentioned, right? He's disarmed. Sweet. So, so uh, and he's in so much yes. uh, pain and agony now that he can't really think about his dagger that he was trying to pull from his boot anymore. <laughs> yeah, you need an arm for that. That's what you get for shooting me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one of them is going to take a turn. Oh. Man, they really like to pick on Hassan. Uh, so another one <laughs> is going to come. After you, That's very threatening. Apparently, holy crap! Okay, and they roll better when they attack you too. For some reason, um, <laughs> let me check. I'm. I gotta look at your character sheet really quick. Give me a second. I think it's your just your, you know, your intimidative your your your, your manner that uh, you exude, Hassan. That just people are like, we need to, yeah, we need to attack that guy. Seriously, right. he just has that face. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so another one of them uh, manages to get a shot off on you. Uh, and this time, uh, it actually is uh, in your right shoulder. So it's it's going to make it really hard to use that little stabby knife that you got from the uh, from the folks. You can, you know, you can switch hands, but anyway, options. Okay. All right, uh, who's next? Uh, I believe I am. Okay. Um, before you take your turn, really quickly, uh, I would like everyone, uh, and if you're you're all in the middle of a fight right now, so I need you to make everyone to make a battle uh, test. Okay. Yeah. All right. Battle test. Uh, you can you can use the the drive that you want for it. Um, okay. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you any particular focus. I don't think any focus will necessarily. Do anything, okay. but this is a this is a difficulty one test. So six. Okay, I got two successes. Okay. Two, 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 two successes. I got two. Three. I got two. two. Also two. two. All right. So you're generating up some momentum. You guys are actually capped out at six now. Um, Sweet. And. You all notice that, you know, the sand around you 
and also some of the loose sand on this rock outcropping that you're on is kind of vibrating a little bit. Oh no. Oh no. And you know I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Everyone should have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> uh yeah. So you know, you know what's coming. Um, and you see that a couple of the smugglers are, are looking around and, and they can, they know what's coming too. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so what, what do you want to do? Probably get to our ornithopter or the Harkonnen so, ornithopter if we can. Yeah. And that, that's kind of what I was thinking. Is there, what does the path to their ornithopter look like? Like, is it heavily guarded, or are they kind of uh, spread out and busy? No, there's quite a few of them in front of it still. Uh, yeah. And you notice as they start to to look around and and see the worm sign as well, some of them start getting back in, and they're waving to their comrades, hey, come on! Uh, and some of the uh, smugglers are, like, moving to their, their tiny little cave uh, where they had some, you know, some just room barely for maybe them and uh, and their spice that they're storing in there uh kind of starting to head into that area so yeah one thing you could potentially look at is returning to your ornithopter you could try and i mean you could try and fight your way into the harkonnen harkonnen uh ornithopter but you don't know if you've got that kind of time on your hands yeah um, same thing might be true for the uh the cave right because you might have to fight for a position in there um i don't know let's uh now that you are pretty sure you know what's coming uh i'd actually like everyone to make a a discipline roll with a two difficulty i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna just take two momentum die because uh, yeah. I'm not very uh, well disciplined. So, okay, just, so uh, two momentum. I, okay. so you're going. If that's going okay, I might do the same thing. Okay. So it's two? so remember it costs it costs one for one, it costs two for the second one, and it costs ah, three for the third okay. one. I'll do yeah, one. So, I might so if you want to if you want a second one, it's gonna cost you. Okay. So one and one. So that leaves us with three, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, you take one, yes. Okay, so I got some discipline. I only rolled one success. Same. I need to zoom in here. Uh, I got no successes. Look at that. Oh man! My my focus on my um, discipline says precision. Does that qualify or no? Um, probably not. Okay. Did you get one as well then, or did you get two? Um, I'm rolling now. I I was okay. didn't know if that added. Uh, so I got two successes. 
Okay. So, Marcus, uh, as you look off toward where your ornithopter uh, is hidden behind the dune, out just a little ways beyond it, you see a, uh, just in the distance, a minor cresting of the sand. And you know that running toward your ornithopter probably isn't a good idea. Hmm. Uh oh. So there's one other potential option. Uh, you could try and do any of those things, right? You could try and make it to your ornithopter before the worm gets there. You could try and hide in the cave. You could try and fight the Harkonnens out of their uh, ornithopter. There's also the larger outcropping of rock that's just across the sand from you. Yeah, I had that in the back the of my might mind. Follow you. I didn't know. Yeah. Can can we shoot the uh, the Harkonnen uh, copter and like where the engine would be, and then bolt for uh, the outcropping? So then that way they can't like maybe they have a hard time taking off. We'll like run and like shoot their uh, their vehicle as 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 we do. Sure. Do any of you have uh, rockets? No. No. I do not. I mean, so you could try, have... but it is it's it's kind of shielded, right? It's a military uh, ornithopter. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Never mind. Hmm. What if I we mean, get you could... to the the rocks? Go ahead. I was gonna say you could try taking a shot at the pilot, maybe. He was outside the ship. Well, he, he was outside. He was outside. He was hanging out the window. Is that would that would he would the pilot still be protected? So as you're discussing this, their ornithopter <laughs> takes off into the sky, <laughs> leaving behind several of the Harkonnens. We <laughs> weren't able to even get into it yet. Okay. Okay. Never mind then. Okay. Uh, if that's the case, I think our best plan of action is to head towards the rocks. But also to disable yeah, any of the Harkonnen we can at this moment and leave them there. They look around. <laughs> a couple of them try and get over into the cave and they're getting into a fight with the uh, smugglers over there. Uh, the other two are already hightailing it across the sand to the rocks. Yeah, I think I think we should move to. Hmm. I think we should go towards the rocks. Let's definitely head towards the rocks. Yeah. Are they okay. going to be in in a position um, where they can fire on us wait. as they're as we're approaching the rocks? Possibly. It, they're running if, as fast but, as they can. Yeah. <laughs> I know, so I know. I in other games, you don't ever want to split the party. How long you but wait before you try and get there? How about you three head for the rocks? I'll sneak off to go get the ornithopter because one person versus four people tromping through the desert might be able to avoid triggering the worm. 
Yeah, but isn't the worm coming that way towards the towards yeah, the copter? It's coming, it's coming from that direction. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna take it out because while it's like traveling our way, breaching. Yeah, it's gonna breach and and just take it out. I think we all just let's. I'm I'm headed towards the rocks. I I just bolt. I don't even like. I don't even wait to to let these guys you know make up my mind for me because I'm already I've already made it. Yeah. Survival. You got to survive. So, that's right. Head to the rocks. Mm. I agree. All right, I'm going with the group majority. Going with the group, Marcus. Not going to split the is party. It, okay. Is it possible there's a thumper in the in the uh, bandit and or the smuggler encampment? Uh you didn't see one. Okay. To the rocks. Okay. Um, so this is a this is not a difficult uh, test, but it's an extended test. So it's going to take you uh, a couple of turns to accomplish running across the sand to the rocks. So it's a uh, so you're going to make a move test. Right, so you use your move skill, and if you have any uh, focus that applies, right, remember to apply that, and then pick your drive. Okay. Um, and you, it's a difficulty one move test, but it's an extended test, and it has a requirement of six. So that means that each turn you are going to be adding up your successes that you get, and you need to get to six in order to get to the rocks. Okay. So okay. starting right now, so just actually let's have one of you go first. So who would like to go? I'll, I'll go first. You wanna go, Doug? Okay. Yeah. So um, if you would go ahead and, and roll your test, your move and your... I only get one success. One success? Okay, that's fine. So you get one success and uh, every one, every time you meet the requirement, um for the for the test then you get two points toward the extended test and if you got a crit then you could potentially get more right so your total that you're looking to get is six so if you keep going at this rate you'll get there in three in, in two more rolls basically does that make sense okay okay so everybody else want to go ahead and roll your move test Same as the other rolls, move plus a drive. Yeah. Yep. All right. I got a crit on one, so that's two successes. One. one. Uh, I got no successes. No successes. Okay. Um, so right out of the gate, uh, Corbin is having struggles, right? The, uh, you know, that that wound that you received is, you know, it's really flared up and it's giving you a lot of pain and you're having a hard time running, even though it's in your shoulder and not your leg somehow. Um, <laughs> the rest of you are kind of heading off across the sand. Um, and uh, in your case, Marcus, you're actually able to get a little farther. Uh, and, you know, you, 
this seems pretty easy to you. So you actually get to use three. So you get three against your total six for your extended test. The other two of you get two. Um, and uh, for this turn, Corbin, you don't get any toward your total that you're trying to get. All right. Uh, so let's do another round of tests. And the sand around you is, you know, vibrating very heavily now, right? And you hear the the sound of the the worm and its skin, scaly skin passing uh, through the sand as it gets nearer and nearer. All right. So everybody go ahead and make your next move test. Okay. Can I buy an additional... D20 by uh, generating a threat? Oh, you absolutely can. Yeah, you bet. Okay. It's going to take me up Or, or do you seven. want to use the momentum tokens? Because we I have three both? in our pool. We do still have three. Uh, so it works the same way for momentum and for threat, right? So if you wanted to get two dice, you could, uh, take, you could spend one momentum and you could give me two threats. And that would give you two dice. Oof. I think I'll stick with just the one dice from uh, from threat for right now. From threat, okay. So you I have a talent that lets me uh, re-roll a dice if I use if I get an extra one from threat. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Good. Equal to target doesn't count as a success, correct? It does. It counts. Uh, oh, it does. SP. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Equal, equal or lower. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna re-roll one of these. Okay. Everybody two get at least one for me. Two for you. Okay. One for I you. Got one. Two for you. Okay, I got uh four successes. Whoa. Four successes. We're yeah, in even a crit. Not one of them. You got a crit. Okay. Yeah. So here's the deal. Um, so you guys are gonna generate a bunch of momentum. You're back up to six again, uh, and. Oof. Um, for, so each of the rest of you get two towards your six, right? So if you're adding, then Marcus, you'll have five right now, right? And the other two of you have four and, uh, Corbin, you're going to have three because you got a crit this time and you just like take off across. You're like, ah, pain is nothing. This morph is going to eat me. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, get another round. Uh, so let's let's go for it again. Okay, I'm going to use a momentum die. That's okay with you guys, since we're full. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I found five. I I should probably use a momentum as well. I got two crits, so that would be four. Wow. Zero. Okay. One for Hassan, yeah? Yep. How about Corbin? How'd you do? Two successes. Okay. All right. So here's what's going to happen. So, Marcus, you are a man on fire, but you see uh, that your companion, <laughs> Talia, is struggling. Uh, and so I'm going to say that you're able, because you're just, you know, 
kicking so much butt out here uh, that you can just grab Talia and drag them along with you uh, until <laughs> you both reach the box. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, and uh, Corbin, you didn't get a crit this time. Is that right? I did not. So you're at five. So you're almost there. So you're gonna have you're gonna have one more turn uh, to try and get there before the worm can get to you. Uh, and Hassan, you make it. So you're right. there, safe with the rocks. Um, if yeah, I think that's that's good. All right. So we need to do one more roll uh, for Corbin. Okay. Hopefully one more. Hopefully one more. Yeah, I'm just not going to risk it. I'm just going to spend. I'm just going to spend the momentum if it's okay with you guys to get Absolutely. the extra die. Yeah. Uh, okay, I got two successes, but I also got a twenty. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Um, so you're going to make it. Uh, you make it to to the rocks and you get climbed up there and you are exhausted though um, and so you um, yeah you're just this run has taken everything out of you you know you you put on the you know put on the afterburners earlier right and you got so far so fast and then you're like whoa I shouldn't have done that uh, and it's coming to back with the to, wound it's in coming the shoulder back to also. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm going to say, uh, as you reach the rocks and you, you know, you're there, your hands in front of you, just panting, uh, you realize that somewhere along the way, you must have dropped the knife that you had been lent by the smugglers. Or wait, no, that wasn't you. No, that was That was I was about you to be really cool gun. <laughs> that would have been way cool. Yeah. No, you actually dropped your gun. I apologize. Oh, yeah. Um, the three of you that were already there safe on the rocks, you're looking around, kind of looking for signs of, you know, the Harkonnens that uh, came across before you. And uh, you actually see one of them just slump. And uh, and then you see another one where you thought you saw them come across, and they're not there. They're like they just vanish. Hmm. And as you look around, uh, you actually see that there are no Harkonnens uh, anywhere that aren't uh, either slouched and crumpled or gone. Uh, where, where did they go? Hmm. Huh. Can we so, have a look around around the rocks? Maybe there's uh, like a well, a little in, in a passage or a cave. Okay. In in a second. So as you're <laughs> noticing this, uh, your attention is dragged away from that as a massive sandworm. Uh, with its armored scales uh, erupts from the sand uh, in front of the rock outcropping uh, 
uh, that's, you know, where you just were. Um, and up into the air toward the Harkonnen ornithopter and narrowly misses it uh, before crashing back down onto the rock outcropping, uh, actually obliterating it uh, and oh. including the cave and, and everything. Uh, and just, it's huge. It's immense. And the, the concussion of when it hits this rock outcropping, just it hits you even here across the sands in the rocks where you are now. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so those smugglers aren't going to be a problem anymore, apparently. Hey, look at that. The problem fixed uh, itself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and in the distance, uh, as the worm, you know, turns and it, it's starting to head toward the rock outcropping or the larger formation of rocks where you are, you hear, uh, the distinctive sound of a thumper. And the worm slowly turns and heads toward the thumper. Hmm. Is that in our direction? It's away from you, yeah. Out toward the deeper desert. Hmm. Would we have known anything of any uh, Fremen activity in this area? Fremen are mysterious folk that you don't know much about other than sometimes they show up. You don't know how many of them there are. You don't know why they choose to live in the desert. Hmm. Well, something just saved us. That it did. But uh, on the bright side, you now have a bunch of free spice. But we can't take it anywhere, Corbin. Can can I inspect the the the, the bodies of the Harkonnen that are hunched over? Yeah. Uh, you go up to. Can I go up and inspect one of them? Yeah. Um, yeah. You there's one fairly close to you. Uh, you go toward it, and uh, you can see that uh, his throat was cut. And um, from the rocks just behind where he's slouched, actually rises a uh, a, a person um, with dark hair uh, and blue within blue eyes. And as they rise, so rise several others at varying points around the rocks surrounding you. Uh, One of them <laughs> rubs their hands together and uh, she speaks to you. My name is Kadaif. What are you doing here in the desert alone by yourselves and with Harkonnens? We're not with the Harkonnens. 
He may be here with the Harkonnens, but we're not with the Harkonnens. <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> Just coincidence. We were here. We are, to, we, we, go ahead. We want nothing to do with Harkonnens. Hmm. Um, I'm going to let everyone roll a test really quickly um, to see what you know about these Fremen. Um, So you can roll communicate or you can roll understand. It's up to you. It is a difficulty two, though. Okay. Okay. Mm. We're all understand. Understand and truth. I'm going to use my cautious talent to buy an extra d20 and then re-roll, re-roll one if I need to. And then a truth as well. So, can I use my uh, my gossip uh, focus under communicate? Because maybe I heard some I chatter about okay. Them. Yeah, we'll we'll say that you know maybe you, yeah I think that's fair. Absolutely. I only got one success. Oh. Okay. I got four successes. Oh, Hassan coming through. <laughs> one success. I got uh, one success and a crit. So three. Together. Three, three. Yeah, this is definitely Hassan's wheelhouse. Um, okay. So the two of you are going to generate some more momentum. You guys are back up six total momentum. Um, and Hassan and Corbin, you've both had enough exposure to uh, Fremen culture through either probably Hassan for you. It's probably, you know, just gossip that you've heard. And there are actually some Fremen who are serving as servants uh, at the uh, at the Atreides uh, home in Arakeen. Uh, that maybe you've overheard some of them or, or had an opportunity. Um, and Corbin, you've been out here, you know, as a smuggler and you've seen what they're capable of. And you know, both of you know that Fremen may be wild people that live out on the edge of the, of the, the world by themselves or very solitary, but they are highly skilled and they will kill people that they don't feel are, you know, that belong right where they are. And so this is a situation to be highly cautious. Uh, suggest, suggesting a duel or, you know, anything along those lines would probably be a death sentence. Uh yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to tuck my knife into my belt or if there's some kind of pocket on my still suit and just kind of put my hands up. Oh, yeah, I would sheave my sword before even running because you don't run with a sharp object. <laughs> Tell me your names. I'm Marcus. I'm, Hassan. I'm Corbin of the House Atreides. I'm Talia, also of House Atreides. Ah, you are with the new ruler. Yes? Correct. So, I'll ask you again. 
What are you doing here? We came following tales of some spice smuggling operations going on. So we came out here, we found the smugglers. Unfortunately, the uh, Hokonans seem to have found them at the same time as we did. And uh, some not great things happened because of that. And it uh, left us stranded here at these rocks. You called a great maker to this area. That was not our intention. Shai Halud. That was certainly not our intention. Our, our intention. Yes, a worm, as you call them. You named the worm? Well, you have a name. Yes, but I didn't think we named the worms. They're just worms. Well, maybe they I'm do. Gonna, I'm going to look towards Marcus and kind of like lowly, like put my hand down a little bit and say, you surely, you know, Shailu and kind of, uh, kind of like wink to him to maybe like, like back off from his current line of reasoning. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure. We care nothing of smugglers. You, the Harkonnen pigs that came all deserve death, of course. But we have not formed an opinion yet of the Atre Atreides. Well, hmm. a valid opinion takes time. Yes. Those are wise words. So what will you do now? Well, our ship is destroyed. So we want to get back behind the wall if we can. Hmm. Safe, safely, at least. You, if you'd you like, think... there are some remnants of spices that were at the former camp there that we can let you have if you can help us get back safely. Mm. We have plenty of spice. Well, do any of us have any water? <laughs> no? Doesn't say anything, say anything about water on our uh, sheets. No, you know I have a I have a merchant uh, contact that um, could maybe help you procure any kind of goods that you might need in the future. Hmm. We shall take these Harkonnen for their water. Indeed. You can have That's them. right. The Dune universe, they, they suck the water out of the people, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Please please take their water as, as our offering to to you. And 
do you think that you could help us get back over the wall? So who's who's taking the lead on? I feel like it's mainly Corbin, right? That's kind right. of given the yeah. story of, of what's happening here. So Corbin, I think uh, we're going to have you make a communicate test, uh, and the rest of you can assist if that's what you're attempting yeah, to do. I'll, I'll right? But keep in yep. mind that if if anyone rolls a complication when you're assisting, it affects all of you. Oh, okay. Can I use my focus of bartering for this since I am bartering for our lives? <sighs> yeah, I think so. That's okay. a little, a little stretching it a little <laughs> bit, but we'll we'll allow it. I got one. I got an. I got an, a success. You, you you only get to roll one one dice. Oh, right. one die. Okay. One die. Yeah. Okay. If you're assisting. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Can I use a momentum die since we still have three? I believe. Sure. You have, you have six. Oh, we have six. We have six, oh, we have six again. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, go cool. ahead. Go for I'll it. Definitely just use one. Okay. All I right. still got one success. Yeah, I got one success. Okay, uh, I have two successes. Okay, so we got two plus, I heard one, and any others? Zero. Nope, so I got one. I think Marcus got one. And Did you get one, Marcus? One? Okay, so a total of four successes. All right, um, great. So... They look at you, they look around at the four of you, and then they come back to, to looking at you, Corbin, and they say, you have spent time in the desert. You know that speaking false words here can end a person's life. It is well that you've spoken the truth today. You have gained our trust. We will, we will help you return to your ornithopter, if indeed it is still there. Let's hope it is. Um, we appreciate your trusting in us, and we will try to not make it be in vain. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you would like to ask them or, or do before they try and take you back to find your ornithopter? Yeah, the uh, the thumper we heard in the distance, I'm assuming that was your work? One of our kin. Good timing. Thank you. How many are you? Fewer than the sands of the desert, yet greater than your number. I just, I just kind of count how many. I'm like, four. they have more than four guys. More than four. <laughs> Until we meet again, then, I thank you for your kindness. May your water stay protected. 
and with you. And also, and also with, with you. And the blessing of Shai Halud upon you. Oh, wow. All right. So there they will walk you back uh, to the area where you left your ornithopter. Uh, it is, uh, in fact, there, uh, although it is on its side as it toppled over when the worm uh, passed beneath it. Um, but with some help from the Fremen, and they also help you kind of like they kick your feet every once in a while to kind of keep you from making too rhythmic of movement while you're walking mm. through the sand. Um, and, but they can help you uh, lift, lift the ornithopter back onto its, onto its legs. And uh, yeah, you'll be able to fly safely out of there. It looks like. Sweet. Nice. nice. Awesome. Buckle up. Let's go. Can as as we're uh, taking off, can I can I look out the window and wave to the Fremen down below? Sure. Nice. That's what I'm gonna <laughs> they do. Look at you for a moment, and then they turn and head back to the rocks. Um. It doesn't look as though any of the smugglers survived. Um, as you fly up, you can see kind of the, the area and you don't see any people besides the Fremen that are walking back to their rocks. Um, when you return to Arakeen, uh, there is a... Um, A representative from the house there, right? It's uh, a man that has uh, some military bars. He's in uniform, um, and he's got some military bars. He has dark hair, dark eyebrows, uh, and says, "Ah, you've returned. What did you find of the smugglers?" Well, they're all we, dead. They're, they're gone now. The situation um, played out so that the, the smugglers are no longer a factor. Did you kill them? In a matter of speaking, yes. Quite brutal. None of them wanted to join our ranks then, I suppose. We didn't give them that option. And I look they over at everybody like, like, yeah, I, I look over at everybody like, go along with this because we can come out as heroes and like badasses in this situation if we. But yes, they, they, we did not give them the chance to join our ranks. Well, perhaps that is a shame. For I believe we may find some allies here on this planet if we search properly for them. I believe you're right, but I don't think that those smugglers were the allies we're looking for. Probably quite the opposite. 
Yeah, perhaps you're right. Can never trust a smuggler after all. <laughs> uh, and at that at that point, um, a uh, a young man uh, comes into the hangar where your ornithopter landed, uh, and he's he's coming from like out on the other end of the hangar, and he says, "Duncan!" and he runs. Uh, up to the man that you were just speaking with him, and they clasp hands and and uh, they walk off together talking. And that's the end of our scene. All right, nice. Woo. See, we ended up heroes. We we took care of it, and you know, we totally we totally were badasses, and yeah, made uh-huh. you know accomplished what we were supposed to accomplish. Yeah, it's yeah. like one of those you old fishing tails. Really like, well. this big. <laughs> I caught one this big. You dealt really well with the Fremen, so I think there's, you know, like if you were to continue this adventure, I think there's opportunity, right, to, to, uh, yeah, to do some good stuff there. And I mean, there's, a, I think there's a lot of good openings for things that you could do, right? To kind of pick up and continue from here. But yeah, I kind of wanted to end that interaction with uh, "Stay, stay thirsty, my friends." <laughs> <laughs> stay thirsty, my friends. That would have been awesome. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I did no. not expect that to be Duncan. I know. <laughs> I wondered if you were going to cool. pull anybody that uh, was from uh, any, you know, any well-known characters into this uh, adventure. So. I'm glad that it ended that way. So that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Very cool. Well, thank you. That, that was, uh, I think that was probably the my, my favorite 2D20 playthrough or actual play or session that I've enjoyed the most. I think that was that was definitely the, and of course it has a lot to do with, with the fact that we had a great GM with, with Will uh, doing that. So thank you, Will. And, and of yes. course, oh, the, 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 thank you, Will. Yeah, the, you did great. Thanks. You know, we had a great, uh, great team. Got so, guys, thank you so much for uh, for for trying out Dune for, on the show with us. And um, I'll I'll just re- remind folks that if, if you'd like, you can pick up the the PDF of of Dune uh, in the link down below. Um, it's an affiliate link, so if you purchase it, it doesn't cost you anything more. But there's a little bit of it that that goes towards uh, my drive through RPG account, and you know it helps me uh, pick up. Uh, RPGs to, to feature here on the show, so I, I greatly appreciate that if you do. Not you can also t- download the the adventure that we played tonight, uh, Worm Sign. It's the quick start, and that's free. And that link is also down below. And and uh, yeah, you you can you can get your own you know players together and, and play this. And hopefully uh, they're just as successful as we are uh, when when they have their session of it. Um, I think that's that's gonna do it. I, I appreciate everybody for coming on. Will again, thank you for for GMing this session. I it looks like uh, we've got to get some some high praise in the chat for uh, for Will. Thank you. 
and uh, Hungry Ewoks had, had a great time. Thanks for the show. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll remind folks that if you've walked, watched all this way and you haven't already, uh, please hit that uh, subscribe button. Uh, we love featuring all sorts of RPGs here on the show, and, and uh, we have uh, weekly shows uh, usually on Monday nights, and uh, we try to do actual play, a few actual plays every month, so uh, it's greatly appreciated. And you can also follow us on Twitch and, uh, and, and Facebook. Uh, just uh, search for Victory Condition Gaming. That's going to do it for this session. I, I appreciate everyone that tuned in. Uh, be safe and be well, and remember, winning shouldn't be the only Victory Condition when you get to the table. We'll see you next time. Bye now. Thanks so much for watching this video. Uh, if you would be so kind, make sure you hit that like, comment, and subscribe, all the YouTube jazz that we're supposed to do here. Uh, it really is greatly appreciated. And if you'd like to support us more, uh, you can uh, check us out on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash victory condition gaming. have all sorts of Patreon perks, and it definitely helps support our show. Thank you so much.